This time on TNT. You'll never guess what I found on my trip to the landfill. We break down the classic Gino Vanelli song, Powerful People. And why is the guy from the Wiggles in Turks and Caicos banged up singing Banana Hammock? It's all coming up right now on TNT. Hey, bud. Hey, bud. What's going on? You know I'm a simple things guy. You know I take uh, joy in the simple things. Carol the makes things. chicken soup and homemade biscuits. I'll tell you what. That's Good what's times. going on. Yeah. Yeah, because oh, we had it for dinner perfect. last night. And the second I'm finished, I can't wait for lunch the next day. Because I yeah. can have some chicken soup and a biscuit. Yeah, Lisa's going to rock the turkey soup, actually, from the leftovers. That's so. a good alt. It is, yeah, because, yeah, it tastes better as it goes on. Jeremy, here's a question for you. What's that? My mom always said if you could only eat one food, like what is the perfect food to only eat for the rest of your life to sustain that you wouldn't get sick of, that's good for you, that gives you everything you need? My mom thought rice was the perfect food. What is your answer to that question? <clears throat> Rice isn't a bad answer, man. It's not bad. Because you don't need much, even if you like fire some corn in there. Well, where I guess the, where are you meal. getting corn? <laughs> well, if you can find anything other than rice. Well, plus if, if your phone like, gets wet, then you're set. Your phone gets wet? Yeah, you just fire oh, it in the yeah, bag perfect. of rice. Yeah, you put it in a bag of rice. Um, yeah, I'd say maybe rice or pasta or something like that. One of those things that's just like... You'll be fine. You're not going to get croak. But I know because you think, uh, for some reason, I assume it's a de de deserted island application. So I was like, I was thinking like pineapple maybe, but that's really sweet. And I don't, I think it would be yeah, hard get, to. That would, it would get old after like five days. Yes. Maybe even two days. And it might be hard on, uh, hard on you down south, you know. Well, yeah, because then you get the big, like, your mouth is all banged up after you ever <laughs> when you eat pineapple. Your mouth's all shredded from right. whatever it is and the acid or whatever. So, like, if you keep doing that, you probably, like, have a skeleton mouth. And then you're trying to find, like, a bush to da ba ba boys. Oh, yeah, for sure. da ba ba Pineapple. The pineapple hot ones. da ba ba bye bye A cover of ba 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 boys ba 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 boys so rice is not a bad answer. There you go. Oh, no, no. The, the airport one is the ba 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 de boy. What did you see? Uh, someone, yeah, it's a, someone sent in. Yeah, remember there's the uh, is it in it, it's in Asia somewhere where they have the noise canceling button. I believe it was Seoul. Yes, it's a flush. And you press uh, you press the button and it creates a flush sound effect, which does feel like. As I responded to this person on the internet, it does feel like both a genius solution, but also a missed opportunity. Because what other sounds could there yeah, be? Yeah, could have been nature sounds, could have been a tiger growl, could have been yeah, but anything. Then it's, but then, then it's obvious that you're covering it up with a sound. Oh, the, I see. The flush. Right. It's like it's just, you're not wasting water. That's the good thing about it. Oh, I get it now. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I guess no Watch. one's going to be fooled by a tiger growl. Imagine they were like, big siren going on, <laughs> just so you can have a, a quiet Beepa, Christina Kimont is the uh, bud who shared the um, picture yeah. of this device, and it looks like, it kind of looks like an air freshener. Found this in a public washroom in the Seoul airport. It's meant for people to press to cover unsavory sounds, despite it being labeled a bell. It actually makes the sound of a flushing toilet. I was a little disappointed. Was hoping to hear like a bunch of doorbell sounds coming from the other stalls. Imagine like <laughs> ding dong. Doorbells. Yeah, that would be a bit much. It has to be. Yeah, it, I like the covert ops of like what's in there. Or so, super loud uh, throat clearing. Okay. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so tell the people about this song that uh, came into oh, your yeah. periphery this week, and let's well, we're gonna break it down. I don't know. I was like having a coffee one morning, and I had it on like one of those satellite radio channels that plays music, like some seventies or something. Yeah. And that this, I mean, I know uh, powerful people. This album by Gino Vanelli was like 
think it has uh, it has people gotta move. Like I know that song, right? But I didn't know this powerful people song. And it's kind of classic yacht rock, and I'm sure it's like the personnel is super heavy, but like it's like there's like movements and changes in it where it's like classic Joe. Like Joe is all over this thing. So is section. Joe's trying to it's like a cry for help, like see me back here. Well, I don't know about that, but just more just like it's he's in can you can hear he's like, I do the arrangements and this is what we're doing. I'm right? getting paid so let's by get the note. S- Let's set the stage with the first chorus. It's a classic, like, uh, you know, yacht rock, chill, smooth. Can right you? Oh, yeah, that's tight. <laughs> Just cruising on the deck with your uh, white shoes dockers I don't know this song at all you're about to go off here okay pretty classic drumming too <laughs> Graham Lear. So you can. <laughs> it's kind of a vibe, right? It's kind of chill jam vibes. I guess I'm just trying to understand. It hasn't even got to any crazy parts yet. There's just structuring like a verse chorus and a proper manner let me take it up a bit okay yeah here we go it's just about right here <laughs> it's like full-on circus like what happened I just I, I don't understand why you would ever put this on in your home to just enjoy. Now listen, Gino starts really singing hard here. It's going off like a Disney movie all of a sudden. Okay, we're going into six. Hold on, listen. Full on jazz. <laughs> like, come on, it's classic. Who's it for? <laughs> Joe. Let's know I'm going on the keys. <laughs> I don't enjoy this at all. <laughs> I know, I just. What happened? Like Gino's like sitting off stage like saying we're gonna talk about this song afterwards. It is like yeah, so everyone like those... left and Joe was like, Don't <laughs> worry, I'll just put a bow on it. Okay, now it goes on here and then breaks down. Then they go back into the chorus. <laughs> then they go back to the circus at the end. Yeah, they end on this. It, I, it, it doesn't <laughs> make me feel very good. <laughs> it's just I find really, it upsetting. <laughs> it's really kind of a trippy jam if you think about it. But I guess my question is, is this of another time? Like, did everyone in the 70s dig this? Or is this music made by musicians for musicians to go, oh, that's an interesting time yeah, change that's it it's not you know what pleasing. it is it's it's uh i'm assuming they probably thought this was wasn't going to be a single so it's like more of a and it's like six minutes long and all the other songs are like three minutes in a 20 minute 20 seconds like and or 250 like 
It's clearly not a single. I don't even know if it was, but uh, it's more like, guys, stretch out a bit. Let it rip. This is for you guys. I guess I guess my question is to hey, still Joe, down. Oh, Gina. Hey, Gina, why don't we ever have to get to play jazz? <laughs> right. Right, he's letting them party for once. I want to play some I want to play some jazz. I was at the Montreal Jazz Festival and I want to do this. Distilled down my question is in the 70s was that normal or was that even out there back then? To go like that into a jazz bit's a little bit out there. We forgot, like, by the way, we forgot some killer instrumental songs last week. Oh, was, yeah, for sure. I was standing Definitely. with Indy at the bus stop and I uh, played, um, uh, is it Feel So Good by Chuck Mangione? Yeah, that's a good one. And then that was, like it, a, that, was a, that was like a CTV Lights Out jam. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And Axel F, of course. And then yeah. um, is it Breezin by George Benson? Yeah, that's a good one. Doodly doom. <laughs> Dink, doodly doom. That's such a good jam. It is for sure. And then you well, I mean we also forgot a bunch of great TV shows, but we did that like an early episode of like 80s TV jams. So I figured we covered most of those back in the day, but yeah, like Barney Miller obviously and uh Rockford Files is a classic. There's some good ones for sure. Um yes. Uh, it's interesting how a groove like Breezin and Feels So Good, when you just bring them yeah. up, Indy started dancing. She's like, this is great. Like, that is kind I of know. a timeless jam. Well, I mean, in those, you got to think about those recordings and all, and you know, even the, the, the Gino Vanelli stuff. Like, it's, these, these are great musicians in a room uh, playing, listening very openly to each other and they're hired because of that because they're great listeners and they play together to try and collaborate their own vibe with everybody else right and make it work so it's it's uh it's the essence of what music really is so when you hear a good groove like that chuck mangione feels so good it uh you just you connect with it because they're cooking they're on fire that jam they sure are. <laughs> Let me get it just for classic because it's a full on. <laughs> it's the ultimate <laughs> 70s vibes. <laughs> is it? That's the flugelhorn, right? Yeah, there it is. Yeah. I was in the wrong key. <laughs> this is the big chill. Oh, this is the nine minute version. You know, there's a wicked guitar solo in this song, too. Like crazy good guitar solo. Like good or just fast? No, incredible. Yeah, this is the best. <laughs> Instant 1979. CFTO. <laughs> yeah, it's great. <laughs> it just, speaking of stretching it out and taking a while to get there. Oh, why not? Just letting it all get going. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That guitar player. Just crushing it with the rhythm. Do you think these guys are like live off the floor? Or oh, for sure. Definitely. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Involuntary facial spasms. It's so dirty. It's nasty. The ride symbol here. What do you think was on the catering table in this session? Probably some wicked food, man. Here comes. Some high-end takeout. For sure. From where? Coming in. <laughs> I don't know, like, the equivalent of, like, the Cheesecake Factory or something, <laughs> right? Big, huge platter. <laughs> <laughs> the Cheesecake Factory of its day. I want to get to the solo. Sax. 
sax. Okay, here we go. Here's the guitar solo starting. He takes like two minutes. Here's where it starts cooking. Oh, it is good. Here, this part. Drumming here. Those crazy, like, chords. Who's this cat? I don't know, but he's... Pretty amazing. Doesn't get any better than that. crazy. This is what gives me anxiety <laughs> as a performer. <laughs> if you're Chuck Mangione playing the flugelhorn and your buddy takes 96 bars, what do you do? Well, that was by design, obviously. No, I know, but if you're playing that jam. live, what does he do? Tap his thigh and watch in awe? Oh, for sure. It, it, you know, and it... it uh... If a guy's taking too long, then he won't be there in the next show. <laughs> no, I know, but even if you're into it, I'd be like, can you take down my spotlight, please? I'm going to like... <laughs> you're going to do 30, like, quick 16 bars and out? No, no, no. I, I Take your 96 bars. I just don't want to be standing there having to watch you in the spotlight because I, I wouldn't know where to look or what to do. <laughs> but usually those guys love, like, can't not have a light on them at all times. I guess. So it's like the... The lead guy. It's like, I don't care if I'm just having a dart. I want a spotlight watching it. Um, I'm going to say <laughs> kudos to Chuck Mangione for becoming a household yes. name as a flugelhornist. Because <laughs> that says a lot about his ability. No, I know. To cross over. And not to mention, like, another, you know, just not needing the the uh, any lyrics or words. Just coming across with the music. That's tough. Um, Jer, I've talked to a few people in the last week who unsolicited have said to me, "What? what's the, going on with Jer's renovation? It sounds crazy. <laughs> people are really into the updates of like who's working there and what's going on and where did you get the stuff and what is installed. Um, tell know. the people. Well, well, I mean, in terms of update, like at this point, it's just more little stuff like putting art on the walls and uh like because we're still waiting for the cabinets and the counter for the kitchen like the bottom cabinets we have the upper cabinets that we're using from the the walnut cabinets that lisa sourced but uh yeah well i mean uh, it's just uh, everything is pretty much done except for that i mean we're gonna probably do the upstairs bathroom <laughs> next which nice you know put in the the tub for lisa's mom and uh, we already put a new cabinet in there with two sinks, and that was a great score. It was like it's probably a thousand dollar cabinet. Lisa got it for like two hundred bucks. Well, nice marble, <laughs> two two deep uh, two deep uh, bowls with nice faucets. So yeah, it works. Can you do that stuff yourself? Like hang art. Oh, yeah. Like, do you have we're, stud finder? Uh, you can do that? that. Le Lisa does most of it, actually. She's downstairs trying to saw the front off of a of a drawer right now. Really? Why? Yeah, I don't know what she... I don't know what she's trying to do with it. She's always, like, fidgeting around. It should be in the garage or... Like, she coordinated all the... Uh, to, uh, a garage full of cabinets into what is happening right now. So it's, uh, she's just fidgeting. She's, she does like 90% of the stuff cause it's in her head and she just sees it. And I just kind of try and help if I can to, uh, on, on the grunt side of things. I've been planning a trip to the, um, Colchester bale fill, which is our, uh, dump, I guess, for lack of a better term. And mm -hmm. finally went this week with a bunch of construction materials from the cottage and empty paint cans and, you know, like a bouncy house with a few holes in it, like some of that stuff. Yeah. Every time I go, 
they are so happy and kind and excited to have people there and helpful. Um, Mm -hmm. I just love how much they love their job. And it's really satisfying taking a big dump run. So there was, um, (laughs) there was a couch that we're done with. That's, you know, it's not ideal. It's seen better days. It's kind of beat up. It wouldn't fit on the trailer. So I either had to make a second trip to the dump or my helpful suggestion was, what if we put it out, like just kind of curbside down the road and see if someone needs a couch, like good couch for um, your garage. If you have people over for a couple of beers and play cards or something like it's not a new couch, but it's not uh, compost by any means. So it's, it's not be- like backstage at the Lee's Palace. Don't sit on it. No, so. it's not like that because it's um uh it's not leather, but it's whatever imitation leather is. So it kind of wipes clean pretty easy. It's not it's not greasy. It's not like seventies yeah. upholstery. So there was gotcha. a, a couch and two stools, and I set them out at the end of the road. It's been two days. The stools went pretty fast, <laughs> but the couch is still the couch there. Is still sitting there. And I think this is a source of um. Uh, sheepishness to Carol and I I guess I'm wondering I guess he got what do you give it three days well that's what I was wondering what is industry standard for I guess no one's gonna take it I I think more anything more than three days is like now you're littering no I just litter the couch (laughs) yeah um I just keep hoping in my heart imagine you just like again you see it there next spring and you know it's all like still there under the snow you're like oh man and no. people are like, you know who shoved that in there? His buddy from Street Sense just chucked it in the I ditch. Saw him do, I saw him do it. <laughs> I really thought, like, I I really thought you in thought my grow legs. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, if you put out half a tricycle at your garbage day, there are maps that drive around looking for stuff. Well, it depends. Like, if there's, if there's a lot of metal, yeah, for sure. Like, we put out a, an old... Uh, fridge and it was like gone in an hour like if something that's heavy because the metal you can just sell the metal what do you get for an old fridge i don't know maybe like 60 bucks or something who knows better take the freon out of her it's not nothing but there's parts or whatever it's worth something to to a lot of people so yeah it'll disappear quick but i saw down the street two bikes and only one's gone Two bikes that look like they work. Why would someone take one? Well, just one is only gone. I guess they didn't need the other one yet. But that's what I'm saying. The bike, you figure, would go pretty fast. Well, I guess here's the thing about a couch. Like, I I love burning things in a controlled, responsible way in my fire pit. Burn that. I love burning wood. You can't burn a couch. No, big grease bomb. Yeah, yeah, and like the metal frame (laughs) is still sitting there and now it's singed. That's awful. No way. I know, but I just feel like someone, it seems like someone would have a use for this couch, but I don't think I can let it drag on much longer. (laughs) You gotta just throw it out. It's no one's... Doesn't the garbage take it, like on garbage day? Well, I was talking to a friend this morning who said, in fact, they... Do there used to be like do. twice a I've year then large I've garbage, seen, but now you can no, just put man, it all I've seen the time. I've seen the huge truck there. As long as you're out there and like help them with it, they'll they open the big door and just crush it like it's nothing. Well, I was talking to our um, waste removal associate, and he said, <laughs> um, "I asked him how long it takes to do his route, and he said it kind of depends what people put out there." So I guess I thought yeah. if I put a couch there and then he has to go back to the depot an extra time or no, two, just, it's adding to his day. No, just be there. Like, just go out and like, hey, man, sorry, I'll help you with this. Huh. And it's all good, for sure. Do it. Just put it, is it tomorrow? Oh, uh, no, it's every it's two ca- weeks out here. Same here, but tomorrow is our, our day. I'm looking forward to getting rid of some garbage. It's... Arguably it's the, it's the, our favorite holiday, garbage. It's the little, it's the little things these days. I'm going to tell you, it's extremely satisfying <laughs> to get rid of dump stuff. Yeah, I um, it is. I finally had to part with my yacht, the rowboat that Carol gave me years ago. Uh, um, remember that story? The yacht. Yeah. 
It was like called what, that's... MYOTT from the Huey Lewis video for, I think, if this is it. He said, do you want to go for a ride in my yacht? And it was a rowboat. It's just a little boat. My yeah. yacht, yeah. So <clears throat> Was you, it rotted or something? Yeah, yeah, it was rotted. But years ago, I don't even think we'd been married for very long. I decided I wanted a rowboat. Do you remember this story? So, Probably, but let's hear it again. So I, I, called, um, I called this guy, or I found this guy who makes rowboats over in Pugwash, Nova Scotia. And I sent him an email and said, hey, man, I'd like to get, a, I'd like to buy a rowboat. Um, I looked at your website. I'd like the uh, eight foot Susie. It was a pram. So and, like a brand new, they build it. Yeah, he builds it. it. And it's okay. kind of unique in that it was rectangular, um, which my father-in-law pointed <laughs> out. Uh, it's not the most efficient <laughs> way to glide through the water because you're pushing so much water. What's up with that? Well, I think because over in Pugwash... What are you, what are you in Thailand? Well, they would have used <laughs> them... In square mode. They would have used them in the ocean, so they're probably more stable and less tippy. Okay, so it's more more for bigger... Sort of obviously more buoyancy in dealing with uh, bigger waves. Yeah, right? yeah. So you... Um, you uh, would go out a hundred yards offshore and maybe you're pulling up traps or fishing or something. And this is more secure. So as, gotcha. as a useful tool, <laughs> it is authentic. Um, but as something okay. to row at the lake. Cause, cause God knows you love to get out into the ocean and pick up lobster. Yeah, traps. exactly. <laughs> um, just see you out there. God, I love this. Pulling up. Huge well, the traps, traps I don't like, but the, you can have that look. That's the guy that your new the new show you're doing with the with the beard. The, that's him. <laughs> that's him out there just crushing it, pulling up traps like uh, getting cohogs and mussels. Um, that's the guy. So, so I decided I wanted to get a robot for exercise because I I find it like a, I'm not a gym person. Uh, Excuse me. As you know, I've had my femur operated on. I have a metal rod in my leg. I can't run. I can't jog. Um, so something that's sort of uh, interesting, low impact, and change of scenery. Um, so I thought rowing would be a great thing. Why not an indoor erg? What's that? The the indoor, you know, with the fan the, that you pull. So it's like a rowboat. Oh, yeah. I had one of those. Motion. Um, Those things are a crazy workout. I know, it, but it's uh, it was on our uh, floor and it slipped. So every time I would row, I'd move back six scratching inches. It up. It's not even scratching. <laughs> I'd end up like at the other end of the room on, after four pulls. Okay, but so but I mean to get exercise consists of you going to a lake and getting into the row. Yeah, boat. but that's kind of nice. Like the leaves are changing. You sure. see people's docks. You but can that's... peek in people's homes at night when the lights and are that's... on. <laughs> That's a great way to say this is my exercise because good luck trying to do that more than twice a week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's 40 minutes of driving day. and 20 minutes of rowing. It's just like you get up at 4.30 every morning <laughs> to get out there for a quick hour on the water. Well, and the other thing is you're not going very far because it's a rectangle. Yeah, so yeah, so you get into the rectangle, and how was it? It's super hard. Yeah, it's hard, because you're pushing a lot of water, but it's it's satisfying, and it's peaceful, and there's something sort of <laughs> hypnotic about the rhythm of, like, row back, rock forward, row back. Like, it's it's quite soothing. And <laughs> notebook-ish. You're just spitting you're, you're like sitting in it with, with your hat over your eyes, sleeping, yeah. and you're just spinning around. Oh man, I look for forty minutes in the middle of the lake. I had to get gloves, <laughs> rowing gloves, because I had oh was developing cysts. Calluses. Yeah, because your hands sweat and there's chafage. Oh man! So you got blisters. Yeah. Did I, by the way, did I tell you about the chef who told me about ball slurry? What? A chef told me that after working in the kitchen for 10 or 11 hours, it gets really hot and you can get chafage. So sometimes you have to grab a handful of cornstarch and fire it down your drawers to absorb the moisture. Gotcha. Ball slurry. Makes sense. Okay. Um, That's a good time. That's a good place to break. I'd say. All right. Well, I'm going to tell you the rest of the rowboat story. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. We'll do it the other side of the break. 
Okay, perfect. Where okay, were so we? Ball the, slurry? The rowboat. Oh, yeah. No, the rowboat story. I don't need to okay, so hear I, about I decided Gordon when I get a rowboat, find this guy who makes them. They're, like, authentic. That kind of rings my bell. Um, so I sent him an email. Hey, man, I uh, saw your website. I'd like to order a rowboat, and I'd love to have it in time for spring. This was, like, probably Jan... Uh, no, probably, like... October, November, in plenty of time. Like to have it in time for spring. A few days go by, he doesn't write back. So I email him again. Hey, man, uh, just checking to see if you got my first email. I'd like to order a rowboat. Um, don't hear back. A week or two goes by. Oh, yeah, the rowboat. So I sent him an email. Um, hey, man, uh, again, like I don't want information about it. I don't need to talk about it. I'd just like to order one and pay for it. Like it says on your website, you um, sell rowboats. I'd like one. So, like, easy sale. So, meanwhile, um, it drags into winter. Suddenly, it's the new year. And I'm raving to Carol. Like, I just don't understand who has a website if you're not going to make the things that you say on your yeah. website you're going to make. I just want to buy a rowboat. I'm not trying to beat him up he, on price or anything. Is he back-ordered or something? So, he never writes me back. So, I call him. Hey, not sure if you got my several emails, but if you could just give me a call... Here's my number. I just want to order a rowboat, and I'd like to have it in time for spring. Ranting and raving to Carol about, like, just who does that, basically. Mm-hmm. And finally, she's like, he's making you a rowboat for our anniversary. I was like, oh, what? The whole time. Yep. That's so she it. said That's... she would call him on the side and say, you need to, to do something. He was like, don't worry, I'll handle it. But his way of handling it was to not, not acknowledge my existence on the planet Earth. Um, but strange transition from, I mean, what kind of gearbox does that to, you did? Ugh. Surprise ruined. So now it's uh, being put to pasture. It's being put to pasture. I got several great years out of it, um, but the wood was kind of getting rotten and you could stick your finger through the bottom, which is not ideal in a boat. Now that your forearms and biceps are like Popeye. They sure are. crushing it. So I filled it with some other wood that I needed to get rid of, um, put it on a trailer, drove the trailer to uh, the Colchester Bale Fill. Um, and you separate your wood from the rest of the stuff. And on the wood pile was a Tupac poster. <laughs> and it was immaculate. It was um, like, no like dry mounted, like, uh, I guess that's why it was in the wood pile and not just general garbage. It wasn't paint. Like it was, you would have found this at a record store back in the day, like mounted that you could hang it on your wall. Um, and it was, it was perfect. And I debated like, should I take this from the dump? But I don't know what the rule is there. I don't know if you're allowed to take stuff from the dump if someone else has chucked it. I don't think anyone's going to say anything if you've got a fresh little Tupac poster that's I, framed. It's probably still there. It's. I wasn't sure if the one person's trash rule oh, there's, was in effect no way at the still, dump. If, if it's visible, there's no way it's gone. What do you mean? <laughs> Someone else found it because you didn't take it. Oh, so you think the, it's okay if you see person, something at the bail I'm fill saying, and grab it? I'm saying... Well, I'm saying you said it's still there, and I'm saying no, it's not, because like someone else came behind you and said, "Hey, look, Tupac, let's go." Someone ganked it. Yeah, it's sitting in somebody's uh, basement. Imagine if it was Just those posters on. from Nam <laughs> drumstick posters, sign picture from Simon Dave Weckl photo. Yeah. Dave Weckl. Vinny Kaliuta signed poster. A who? Who's Vinny Kailahua? <laughs> Vinny Kaliuta is wicked great drummer. <laughs> Jeremy, are you on TikTok? No. Are the kids? Are you? N- no. I think uh I think they are they don't do it, but they have accounts. To, to look at other Tiktoks, right? You know what I mean? Like, just... They like, want to um, survey maybe it. Annalise. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, they'll look at it because it's like they, they're they understanding to that, like, 15-second 
clip of information, you know, that porthole of how kids find info out, just like clips. <laughs> I can't ever see on Instagram or whatever. Now there's like synopsis of concepts. <laughs> you know, it used to be like you read a book to get something. Now there's like the best of the book and then they'll take that synopsis of the concept and then that's like a 30 second clip on Instagram. So people Aww. watch these and they get really? all fired up and they think, oh, I'm going to change the world because I just saw this clip of how to make a hundred grand in 30 days or whatever it is. No. People get, well, they're, it's nuts, man. <laughs> all you have to do is buy this Sprinter van for six grand a month and you can have a Uber, black Uber, so it's like triple the price and you make your money back in like three months. Like all these like s schemes of how to, how to make bucks on the side. I saw a thing yesterday that said <laughs> there is a trend that doctors are seeing these days that teenage girls are showing up in doctor's offices with Tourette's. Oh, and from TikToks. It's yeah, because of TikTok, TikTok because apparently there are um, TikTokers that have Tourette's and, and uh, one of the ticks specifically is saying the word beans in a British accent. Oh, man. And so it took doctors a while to get off. to the bottom of it to figure out where it was coming from, but that's allegedly I'm glad where. that uh, I haven't heard any of that stuff. I think, I don't know, man. There's something like it seems to... <laughs> I don't know, like, so it was always like the kid in class that was always going from trend to trend. You remember that those kids in the class? Yeah. They always do the new thing and then, then they do something else. Yeah, like and, uh, dabbing or flossing. Yeah, like that's just, uh, they call that shallow, Jonathan. That's the shallow waters when it's like you're just skimming off the top of what's happening and everything constantly. Instead of like delving into reality and giving yourself some groundwork, it's just like clips and uh, say stupid sayings and wearing weird shit. Headlines <laughs> you know on the mean? article. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, do you want to hear something funny? There was a courier here this morning. Uh, total bud, nice guy. Um, I actually really like all the people that deliver stuff to our house. Um, this gentleman was telling me he's a, a Trailer Park Boys uh, fan, and he said, if you Google map Bible Hill Estates, which is where the last few years of the show were shot just outside of Truro, it mm. says Bubbles Shed, um, like the aerial photograph. You know how it would say like um, yeah. Max Milk or the actual stuff. Holiday yeah. It says Bubbles Shed. <laughs> And like Julian's Bar and Gym and Corey and Come Trevor's on. Convenience Store. Well, because those are still buildings that were used to film, right? I guess so. Or but why would they even? be labeled that? Well, it's tourism in a sense. If it's there and it's, it's a thing, then those things would become uh, reasons for people to visit there. I guess so. It's just that's uh, how you know a show has made an impact when you're starting to get in the Google Maps. Well, I remember when I was 12 going to Molly's Reach, and that blew my hair back. And I was yeah. really uh, probably too old to be surprised that the pie in the thing was plastic, and that yeah, relic shed too. was just a bunch of ropes. Well, I'm, yeah, but I've read the same vibes though. Like you just get like almost want to cry. You see it like wow. Because also what that would, you know, that's us in the 80s growing up and seeing that every week. And then just seeing it for real. Whose poster would you pick out of the dump? <laughs> uh, um, well, it'd have to, yeah, like, like you're saying, like, uh. It would have to be something like I'm taking this out of the dump because I would I already threw out the uh, the Nam posters right, so it's not going to be one of those. <laughs> well, it would have to be something funny or surprising. Yeah, maybe like a a John Candy poster or something. That'd be pretty classic. Be amazing. Like if it was like 
you know, uh, summer rental poster or something like that, all mint for Oh, man. That's what I should get. (laughs) Yeah. So I've been trying to sell a toe dolly on Kijiji. And uh, And? I got... What's a toe dolly? Like a small lift-up dolly? It's a little trailer that you would drive the front tires of a vehicle onto so you could tow a vehicle behind a vehicle. Know what I mean? So it's pretty big. It's a decent size. Well, it's not big enough for the whole vehicle to drive onto. It's just, you know, the front tire ones, like a little dolly. Oh, yeah. So just a little... Yeah, it's just the front. Yeah, yeah, just the front thing. can't put anything... Can't carry stuff around, really. Can't carry stuff around on it, no. Okay. Um, So this guy... Uh, emails me and first of all he whacks me down on the price sure and I was like well tell you what if you drive all the way here I'm fine coming down in the price a little bit but that's my absolute bottom then I realize the safety is expired Um, so I I tell him oh the safety is expired I have to get it safetyed Um, I can't get an appointment till Wednesday Uh, just letting you know he never writes me back. That's a game, like a deal breaker for him? I don't know. I said, um, if time is of the essence and you can get it safetyed somewhere near you, come get it. But otherwise, it'll be ready to go Wednesday afternoon. Never wrote me back. So so he was like, how much is it to safety it? A hundred bucks? I don't know. It depends what's wrong with it. They're working on it now. So I guess that's the issue, right? He's like probably thinking, well... So I'm going to have to pay more for that? Forget it. Well, I know, but I'm paying for it. No, I know. So he's like, well, then knock the price down. That's probably what he was thinking. Like, oh, it has to be safetyed? Here's the thing. If he changed his mind, that's (laughs) totally fine. But you should extend the mask the courtesy of saying, oh, hey, sorry, we actually found another one closer to home. Yeah, no, people don't do that at all. They don't care a lot. Like, there you get some to do, yeah, and hope. I would like to hope that more do, but you do see a lot of that. As soon as like they see that they're not interested, they just ghost. Yeah, Ghost City, USA. Ghost City, USA, and that's how it goes, and that's how it is. That's how it goes, bud. So, how's the weather out there? It's been warm here. It's still, we're getting like a, an extension. I guess uh, hoping this will bleed into Halloween. I I I uh, I'm I get to go to a my first trip out of the country next week. Crazy or Sunday? I'm going to Turks and Caicos. So friends, uh, Robin and, and Warren are getting married, and it's just like a quick uh, couple few day banger, like in and out. But we had to do like the COVID. Jumping through hoops, the test, and we have to get the test tomorrow and make sure uh, the the nose banger, so you're clear on that end. And then, I mean, it, it's uh, the the rigmarole of travel these days. I don't know what it's like, but I'm sure it'll be a little longer than I'm used to in terms of the airport experience. And what happens on the way back? You don't have to quarantine. You have to take another test on the way back. But does eight. That's it. But they're 200 bucks each, man. No. Tests. Yeah. On the way out and the way in? Yeah. So it's like 100 bucks. So an extra 800 plus, for the two of you to go know. there and back? Maybe it's 100 bucks for the test or something, but it's still, it's like 400 bucks or something. Wow. Some nose banging. Um, have you been Whatever. to Turks and Caicos before? I haven't. So I'm looking forward to that. It's apparently very beautiful down there can you fly directly from yeah. toronto to there I'm, I'm pretty sure yeah and then it's like james bond styles where it's like you can't do anything without spending 150 dollars <laughs> right? right it's totally it's one of those places <laughs> you got yachts on, on the yachts do you Bezos think also be down there for sure like right. that kind of Turks and Caicos. I'd yeah. go to I, either of those places, Turks or Caicos. Is it, it two places? Is it two islands? Let's find out. Want to? Uh, uh, sure. It's British Overseas Territory. Um, Isle Blue is a luxury. So there's going to be some like, there's going to be some limeys with like the speedos on the beach. Big time. Turks and Caicos is an hey, archipelago right? of 40 low-flying, low-lying coral <laughs> islands in the Atlantic Ocean. 
British it overseas territory. Like... <laughs> southeast of Bahamas. That's the Wiggles guy. <laughs> There's actually the Wiggles guy. Oh, yeah. And he's, he's got a banana hammock on. And he gets banged up and he's singing a silly song called Banana Hammock at the swim-up bar. <laughs> Look at my banana hammock. He's doing the finger guns while he's singing it. My banana hammock. Banana hammock. Banana hammock. Banana hammock. Um, scuba diving sites include a 14-mile barrier reef. That's nice. A home to expensive yeah, Grace like, Baby. He's, he's like some guy passes out. He's all like, wake up, Greg. He's like, don't sing the wake up Jeff song because he's like still partying all late. The Wiggles guy is like Keith Moon. He's just like crushing it all night. Throwing TVs out the window into the blue ocean. Oh, you'll like this. Uh, is Turks and Caicos expensive? Yes. <laughs> That's it, right? Like, yes. $9. Yeah. Yes, it is. There isn't anything under $10, I bet. Are groceries like in Turks and Caicos expensive? Yes. <laughs> like, you can't get anything. There isn't, there's $10 and over bills. They speak English. Um, meal for two people, mid-range restaurant, 75 bucks. No way. Yeah. A combo meal at McDonald's, 1250. That's a low ball for sure. You think? <laughs> a combo is 1250. Isn't it like nine bucks here? On the whole, the typically dry weather in Turks and Caicos, uh, isn't conducive to the pests like mosquitoes. And as such, they're only a problem after unusual flooding. <laughs> I'm so into it. I've never really been uh, like, let's go to an all-inclusive for a week. But I think because um, everyone's been home for 18 months, that Turks and Caicos is very appealing to me. You're going to have a blast. Yeah. And we're not at, a, it's not a resort. We're staying at a, a, a friend's house. So that's going to be good. So what do you do for food? Probably a lot of fish. I know, but Ceviche, like, do you, if you're staying at someone's house, like, are you comfortable poking your head in the fridge? <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know how it's, I don't know how it's set up, man. I think it's probably like, uh, that like vibe, like when you're hanging out with your family. So, so you just kind of see what's going on. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea, man. Jerry, you want a know. sandwich? We're making some sandwiches. Yeah, I have a sandwich. <laughs> you know, yeah. So, uh... I kind of want the like guy from the Wiggles of... to be there. Is there any chance he'd be at the wedding? I know. There'll be somebody like that, for sure. Singing Banana Hammock there, as a kid song. There'll be somebody like that, for sure. There's gotta be somebody. I'll, I'll uh, keep my eyes peeled. Is everyone traveling from here like from canada or from all over the world uh, well, warren has i think warren has family in the states as well so probably the states in canada that's so great but, yeah what is the average temperature rip. in turks and caicos right now do you know i don't know probably 80 i'm gonna look up the weather for degrees you. and sunny oh yeah 28 degrees today oh my gosh yeah, every day. Um, Jer. What? Uh, the I don't know if it's the capital, but when I search Turk and Caicos weather, um, Cockburn Rainy. Town, Turks and Caicos Islands. That's Cock. Seems to be the name of the place there. Cockburn Island. Cockburn Town. Cockburn Town. So pack your sunscreen. Yeah. I gotta make sure we got the SPF 80 down there. Maybe the uh, Wiggles guy wouldn't even bother wearing a Speedo. Maybe he'd just get his manatee uh, burn. He's got the hammer in the sun just burling around. Hammer in the sun. Hey, That's a kid song. Hey, mate! Running by <laughs> in the morning. It's like, man, that guy has so much energy. 
Have you ever been in the company, like at a deal like that, have been in the company of like someone who is a nudist? No, I don't know if, uh, yeah, like I, I haven't. Uh, like, come on, man, put, that, put your shorts on, like one of those dudes. Like I've been uh, in like places where you see it or like even like uh, in Vancouver at Rec, Rec Beach or one of those beaches, there's new beaches there are people just like some people just don't care and they're firing it up. But it's always like, you know, that top gear, that show with the. Hmm. That Jeremy guy, yeah, you know the guy. The, the, everybody looks like that. that <laughs> right, it's never who you hope or expect it might be. Right, <laughs> everyone looks like um, um, uh, Mr. Belvedere. <laughs> yeah, for sure, totally. Like you, there's uh, that's who's doing it. So you're like, ah, oh, makes. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. It's not it's uh, Sean Mendes and Camilla Cabello. No, it's people like <laughs> almost like looking for an issue. Like, what do you think of this? Just some big guy yeah, who's looking for trouble. It's the Ropers, Mister yeah, Mrs. Exactly. Roper. Yep, for sure. <laughs> well, it looks absolutely beautiful there. Do you yeah, um, do you know how many people are going? No, I think. Well, I mean, it's. I think the regulations are fifty only, right? Right. Maximum of fifty. So, I'm I'm assure, assuming they're going under that. But that's still. It's going to be good times. It's going to be a good rip. I mean, I wonder. I have to go to Boston uh, once or twice in November. Haven't been across the border. Haven't been on a plane since February 2020. Um, I was reading something recently that said the plane is actually fine. It's all the places in the airport you have to be especially mindful of. Just like, yeah. Like getting coffee or boys or get the magazine, (laughs) those things. Like the plane, the air circulation is pretty good. Keep your mask on, wipe stuff down, you're fine. Um, But yeah, the airport is where you're uh, more apt to encounter challenges. Just going to rip there and be slightly not too early, not too late. Yeah. <laughs> Just rip right through it. That's exciting, man. Yeah, I'll have some good stories for next week. We'll, uh, we'll, I'll get, I get back on Friday so we can rip on Saturday. Nice. That works. Um, yeah. Jared, maybe we should cut this one a tiny bit short because I have to go pick up sugar at school. Well, I'll go for it, buds. It's a it's a beautiful day here, and uh, I'm gonna go pro- play some more drums. Giddy up, good chatting, bud. Good chatting, bud. <laughs>